0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts.
2: Sa panahon ng crisis, cash is king, Ika nga. Pero according to the BSP, in pawn shops during the pandemic, Bumaba ang bilang ng mga Pilipinong nagsasangla ng mga kung ano-ano. In fact, one thing the BSP noted, marami rin ang tinutubos yung mga sinanla nila. What's going on?
3: Now that's interesting because another news says that during this pandemic, there's been a big toll on our country's riches. Robbie, imagine being a billion dollars poorer. I can't.
2: Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast.
3: At ako si Inday espina Verona, It's September 18. Ito ang Teka-Teka, balita para sa mga huli sa balita. Teka-Teka, before
2: we proceed with this newscast, just a reminder, if you're listening to Teka-Teka, chances are you're aware of Puma Podcast. And if you're a follower of Puma Podcast, Please be aware, we have now put Teka Teka on its own channel. So if you are a news junkie and gusto niya lang mag-concentrate sa mga newscasts na ginagawa natin, you can follow Teka Teka on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. So you can still follow puma podcast for all the different podcasts we're doing, but you can also follow Teka Teka.
3: Rob, in an online briefing with reporters in August, Banco Central Governor Benjamin Jokno said more Filipinos are actually paying off their pledge loans from pawnshops during the pandemic. Tinutubos daw nila ang mga gamit na sinasangla nila bago mag-lockdown. At ito pa, mas kumukonti rin daw ang mga Pinoy na nagsasanla ng gamit during this time. This is interesting
2: because, di inday, you, you, you think that a lot of people are cash trapped, maraming walang trabaho, and you would think that more and more people are becoming desperate for cash. For example, in other countries like Thailand, duma daming yung nagsasangla precisely because they need cash. But given all of that, what's happening di to sa Pilipinas? Parang, parang Let's bring in Janina Magundaya, who's been looking into this phenomenon.
4: Robi in diy, bago natin punta han yung wai, balikan mo natin yung data. Dun sa baseline assessment survey na ginawa ng BSP nitong pandemic, pinagkumpara nila yung amount ng total pledged loans before the ECQ was imposed and after it was lifted. Nakita nila na bumabangay total amount ng mga nakasanglang items sa mga pawn shops by an average of 15%. Hito si BSP Director Dindo Santos.
0: Most of the pawn shop observed that a number of customers have redeemed their pledge loans so dati nakasandla sa kanila pero nung period na yung sinasabi kong February at May ito yung ni-redeem nila or na uh, binayaran nila para ba yung pledge loans moreover lesser customer ang nag-sanla uh, so mababa yung uh, customer na nag-renew ng loans or nag-avail ng bagong pledge loans so these factors Contributed to the decline of pledge loans during the ECQ or post-ECQ.
4: Sabi ni Director Santos, out of the ordinary yung nakita nilang trend sa pawnshop industry during the pandemic. Considering na yung latest data shows steadily growing yung industry for five years straight. So I asked him, bakit kaya dumami yung mga tumutubos ng sinangla nila?
0: Yung uncertainties brought up by the pandemic, maaring yung mga kapwa-Pilipino natin nag-aalala that they would not redeem it sooner the punch maaring maaaring magsara muna temporarily or for an indefinite period of time. Maaaring ding nag sa provinces and nung paglabas nila ng Metro Manila gusto nila, dala nila yung mga personal properties nayon so Sumunod eh, medyo me pera ka naman eh kailangan mo ng gamitin so kailangan mo nang i-redeem na patagalin mo pa.
4: Speaking of pera, no, isa din sa mga din natin inaasahang mangyari ng earlier parts of 2020 ay yung pabimigay ng gobyerno ng ayuda sa mga tinatawag na poorest of the poor sa kay mga low-income wage earners. So ito yung SAP or Social Amelioration Program, SBWS or Small Business Wage Subsidy at iba pa. Kung yung behavioral economist ng Usapang Eko na si Jeff Arapok ang tatanungin, yung financial dole-outs na yan can be considered windfall money.
5: Kung iya analyze din kasi natin, itong lower income group, sanay kasi ito sa rainy days eh. Lagi silang struggle financially. With the SAP, it's a different story. Kasi bigla kang may windfall money nga, na parang nanggaling from above. Magagastusin nila yung pera, hindi the way in-expect ng gobyerno kung paano dapat siya eh. Inamit ng government na pang disburse ng funds or ng ayuda, Itong mga pawn shop, parang windfall effect yung pera. Parang dahil hinandover lang siya sa'yo, di mo siya pinaghirapan. Tapos total, nandun ka narin sa pawn shop nung kinuha mo itong ayuda. Malaki yung possibility na pwede mo nga itong gamitin pang tubos. Pero ayun nga, maging cautious lang tayo sa pag-attribute doon kasi it's a possibility but we have no data to support that hypothesis.
4: So far, yung reasons na nabanggit ni Director Santos at ni Jeff plausible explanations lang kung bakit nga ba dumami yung mga Pilipinong tumubos sa mga sinangla nila kahit may crisis no? Wala pa kasing concrete data yung BSP dyan. And we're still waiting to hear from our contacts in the pawning industry for their side of the story. Pero sabi sa akin ni Director Santos, they might just include that very question for pawnshops the next time they conduct their baseline assessment survey. I'll definitely keep an eye out for that.
2: Maraming salamat, Janine na
4: Now
3: here's another news story that caught my eye. The Philippines' richest have just become a little poorer. I'm talking about the latest Forbes list that came out.
2: Now I saw that too in die more than half of the tycoons who made it to the list actually lost money. And by this we mean they lost billions in terms of their own value. Take, for example, the C-Siblings. We know them most prominently as the owners of the SM Supermalls. Their fortune declined by at least $3 billion since the lockdown limited the number of people going to malls and closed a lot of shops. But they still ranked number one in the Philippines with a net worth of $13 billion.
3: Siguro... Well, the most are hurting because we've seen the surge in online shopping. For the middle and upper classes who have internet and smartphones and are scared of infections, they'd really just run their products online. And here's another case, Rob. Banking muggles. I'm talking about the T-siblings of GT Capital and Metrobank and Frederick D. of Security Bank. Both fortunes went down by 46%. Experts say this is because the pandemic prompted banks to raise loan loss provision levels and accept lower profits.
2: And, isanalang indai, before we move on, Oscar Lopez of ABS-CBN. Now, his net worth has been nearly halved to $240 million this year. He's still on the list, but in the case of Mr. Lopez and his family, it wasn't COVID that was the biggest hit. It was, of course, they're losing that franchise for ABS-CBN. That was the biggest blow. Shares of ABS-CBN have lost close to 65% of their value over the past year. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about new guidelines of the Office of the Ombudsman for the release of sal now, of course, by sal we're referring to the statements of assets, liabilities, and net worth of public officials.
3: We asked Christine Chung to break this down for us. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Inday. May bagong ng guidelines
1: ang Office of the Ombudsman na naglilimit kung sinong may access sa sal ng mga government officials. Namabasa natin sa Memorandum Circular Number no. 1, dated September 1, that sal can only be released if 1. You are a government official or an official representative. 2. You are acting on a court order in relation to a pending case. 3. You are from the Field Investigation Office, from the Office of the Ombudsman, acting on a fact-finding probe. In 1989, the SALN was made law to promote accountability and honorable service in the government. Under RA 6713, anyone could request a copy. What changed from the old guidelines? With the new rules, the media cannot file requests without proper authorization. At this time, Dutertes and other major officials,
3: SAL-IN, have yet to be released.
2: Maraming salamat, Christine Cheung
3: nagrab siguro importante yung konteks dito hindi lang naman ito nahulog mula sa langit ano seasonally kasi reporters and other civic groups and civil society organizations routinely ask for the salens of important government officials ang pinaka importante siempre si Pangulung Duterte whom reports said has not released his 2018 and 2019 sal ends. No? Meron din naman nagsasabing may humihingi rin ng sal end ng Supreme Court Justice na si Marvin Leonen. But we'll see. No, oh, I mean, that's an important context kasi medyo magkayibayon eh, The question
2: with President Duterte is that this is really very ironic. Remember, his very first EO when he became president was for an executive order for FOI for the executive department and yet he has not always been forthcoming 2018-2019 he has not released his sal-ends. Yung kay Marvick Leonen is a bit different but it does raise the question of whether or not even the supreme court will be friendly to petitions to the release of sal-ends kasi remember the context of the sal-end question dito sa supreme court this time around is lawyer Larry Gadon wants to see the salin in of Justice Barbic Leonid and we know why it is to initiate another co warrant petition similar to the kind of move that led to the ouster of former Supreme Court Chief Justice Maria Lourdes Sereno now the Supreme Court justices report say seem to be hesitant this time around they want to put their foot down on the releasing of Sal and specific to co-warrant to petitions. They want to put their foot down on co-warrantos. And it sort of starts with access to sal-ends. So now you have this interesting development where the executive, and for that matter, Congress, have always been called to releasing sal-ends. And now the Supreme Court too, regardless of motives, seems to be in the same boat.
3: A kasi recently, Communications <laughs> Secretary Martin Andanar actually issued a press release saying that they're ready to go for the freedom of information law. So, Metro, there's a disconnect here somewhere.
2: Really, really ironic. And really, when it comes to FOI law, which would level up an EO on FOI, one of the first and one of the biggest indicators of sincerity is really whether or not every branch of government is all in on releasing sal
3: I have this pet peeve.
2: Hmm, ano yan?
3: Yung logging late.
2: What do you mean? Filipino time?
3: Ewan ko kasi ang hirap. If somebody is late, I feel I'm not quite respected. My time, my effort isn't being respected. I don't know about you.
2: I guess the point is in day, di ba? It's an everyday conversation for Filipinos. It is part of our lives and not just because we're Filipinos. Let's face it, it is a matter of growing up. It's a matter of as you said, respecting. It's also a matter of professionalism. As it so happens, meron tayong podcast ang tawag natin Ikaw na Magaling. It is all about self-improvement and professional development. Etong concept of being on time is one of the things that of course you have to think about. So we asked Brian Tan, a productivity expert, for tips on time management and how we can just be all more conscious, not only about our time, but about the time of other people. The first is that you want to have the mindset
5: and the identity of being someone who is conscientious and on time and responsible in doing things. I read this in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, where in order to build better habits, it's better to focus on your identity first. So rather than saying, I will quit drinking alcohol, you can just declare to other people that I am not someone who drinks alcohol. In the same way, I am someone who's on time and passes things on time.
3: Usually I'm on time for meetings, but my God, deadlines, my editors probably have constant near heart attacks.
2: Yes, and that's precisely the message of Ikaw na magaling. We can all stand to improve. At let's embrace it. Diba? Ikaw na magaling, tanggapin natin yun. Para maging magaling, let's all take time to improve.
3: Yes, let's do it. Now, for more tips on time management, listen to Ikaw na Magaling on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you listen
2: and there was another project for a podcast that was released recently splice pink puma podcast is proud to be partners with splice media that's a singapore-based organization a media startup that created the show for and with independent media in asia in mind in the first episode we asked donors and investors in the region questions that media startups including us at puma podcast are usually too polite to ask funders. Here's an excerpt from that conversation. Can I pay for plane tickets?
1: It would have to be agreed in advance, and if it's not possible to fly and money has been allocated for plane tickets under the contract, then the easiest thing is for IMS and you to discuss how can this money be reallocated and still make sense.
2: To attend conferences.
5: Oh, absolutely.
2: Can I fly business class?
3: I don't fly
5: business class. Our company has a policy against it.
2: Okay, so that's a maybe.
3: No, <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> Catch flies Pink on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And now, before we end, niyo naman, it's always time for this. So here's something that let's see if people have not forgotten. It's going to be September
0: 21. My uh, continent, as of the 21st of uh, this month, I signed Proclamation Number 1081, placing the entire Philippines under martial law.
3: Some things we don't forget. Friends, kung alam nyo yan, message nyo kami sa Teka Teka Facebook page.
2: And in the meantime, nahulaan nyo ba what we were talking about in our mystery soundbite, in our last episode, I was just stunned. I'm, I mean,
1: I did this as an interesting experiment. I, I'd never really thought about detecting it. I thought we'd get some interesting information, some limits on on life. Actually,
3: I na na Rob. That's Professor Jane Greaves from Cardiff University in Wales. She was talking about possible life in Venus. Pero clarify natin. This international scientific team did not actually discover actual life forms. Sinabi lang nila na may detect silang phosphine sa acidic clouds ng Venus. And this phosphine gas is also produced by bacteria on Earth. Kaya naging interested sila malaman kung ito signal ng potential life outside of the planet. Kahit bacteria yan.
2: And that's it for this newscast. Follow our page TekaTeka teka, for more news. Please follow Puma Podcast for more updates on our new podcast. Muli ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma podcast
3: At ako si Inday Espina Varona.
2: TekaTeka teka is available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or kung saan man kayo pumapodcast. This episode was produced by our executive producer Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casilian.
3: With reports from Janina Magundayo and Kristil Trump, maraming salamat po.
4: Hold up.